Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the amazing Feel Better show. I am, of course, your host with the most Feel Better, and I hope you did enjoy that uh, little intro music. We're working on it. Me and Al are coming up with some great things, and I believe it's one of the better things we've come up with. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am unfortunately, if you can read the title, Flying Solo. I am without my Chewbacca, without my... Uh, Louise, to my Thelma, my uh, all the other classic uh, heroes, my Bender, to my Philip J. Fry. I'm all alone today, and it's it's a sad day. Um, because I was all alone, I decided to go see the only movie that really fit with my mood, and that was Solo, a Star Wars story. So yeah, I'll get off the melancholy <laughs> bit in a second. Um, Al unfortunately has hurt his leg. Um, it's a debilitating injury that he is gotten from fighting off 15 wolves he saved my life and uh i ran like a little bitch um it's true he said phil go i got you and i ran to the hills um left my co-host down i'm a bad host what can i say but uh, al is actually doing fine he uh, hurt his achilles tendon so he is good he will be back hopefully next week i'm not 100 percent sure but unfortunately his show that's on the radio uh tonight will not be showing because he can't make it to the studio. So if he if he made it to the studio and didn't make it here, I was going to be mad. Uh, but he told me that he can't do his show. So I'm letting you fine folks know that the uh, Wicked Hour with DJ Overflow is not going to be uh, being held today on the radio tonight. So anyways, let's get back to what we're here for. You are here to hear my voice talk to you in your lovely little ear holes about Han Solo the solo story that we didn't need, didn't know we needed, but we got. All right. So first things first, uh, like you remember from our summer blockbuster edition, I called this one to be uh, the one that's going to suck, the one that's going to bomb. It is currently the least performing Star Wars film that's been released. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, I'm just pulling up some numbers here because I want to be 100% accurate with you guys. I do believe a re-released original Star Wars movie. So Solo, it so far has grossed $110 million. Um, Star Wars Special Edition, when it was released, grossed more. Empire Strike Back, Return of the Jedi, Attack of the Clones, the worst one, Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so it's now sitting at 11th out of all 19 movies. Um, its opening was at, let's see, where, where does it stand in opening? The opening is not bad. It, it did make it fifth, but that doesn't say much. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was, yeah, it was released in more theaters than all the others. Maybe that's why it made so much money. But overall, I was not a fan of this movie. Oh, well, I wasn't a fan. It's a movie that I didn't really think we needed. And I was a little, well, to tell you the truth, I went to it just because I got a free movie. This is really the only reason I went to see it. Um, and I'm waiting to go see Deadpool. Uh, with my girlfriend, if she ever can make time for me. Yeah. No, anyways, um, I went to see this movie. I thought it was going to be an okay movie. I didn't have high hopes because of all the negativity that was attached to the movie, and apparently they had to reshoot 90% 90, 90 of it, or 80% of it, with Ron Howard. Um, 
tell you the truth, Donald Glover saved this movie for me. He, as Lando Calrissian, he was amazing in it. Um, I didn't think they needed another sassy robot, but they put in another sassy robot. And uh, yeah, so the sassy robot was okay. Wasn't much needed in my regard, in my personal opinion, but it's there. Thanks to Alan Tudyk, we're going to get more sassy robots probably in these Star Wars movies. Uh, the Star Wars stories, anyways. Um, Emily Clark was great in it. She was fine. Uh, kind of, kind of called what was going to happen in it with her character. Um, Woody Harrelson, of course, love him. He's amazing. And to tell you the truth, the the actor that I had the least confidence in, the one that uh, really I was questioning whether or not he could pull off and fill the giant, enormous boots of the original Harrison Ford. I'm going to mess up his name fully, so I'm just trying to see if I can. Alden Emmerich? Or Enrique? I don't know how to pronounce his name. But uh, the guy who played Han Solo wasn't bad. He had some mannerisms down, which was nice. He, um, the hair just looked ridiculous. Um, luckily they didn't, um, they didn't, they didn't try and show you how he got his chin scar. So that was really nice that we didn't have to sit through that, but we did sit through how he got his blaster, um, and how he got the Millennium Falcon, which wasn't really needed. I would have preferred, um, just an adventure. Uh, it's just a simple adventure. Him, Chewie, just going off, having a great adventure, and that's really it. Like, I don't need to see how he came into possession with the Millennium Falcon. Leave that stuff in the past. I don't want to see that. But they did leave a nice time gap, about 10 years, if I'm not mistaken, um, between this movie and the beginning of Episode 4, A New Hope. So that's good. So we're probably going to get another solo movie. Um, off the back of this movie, we are getting a Donald Glover-led Lando movie, which... Well, I'm I'm interested to see see how he becomes the uh, the owner of Cloud City because that's going to be uh, quite interesting, um, as well as um, more than likely we also got a Boba Fett confirmed Bo- Boba Fett movie, and there's the Obi Wan Kenobi movie that's going to be coming out. For this movie, uh, overall, it's visually very well done. Ron Howard does an amazing job with his visuals and his directing. He's very good director. It's a well directed movie. He gets the most out of it. Um, Paul Bentley is a great villain. He He's playing a villain that's trying to be sophisticated, but on a dime turns psychotic. Um, I just felt this movie wasn't needed because it doesn't add or subtract from the Star Wars mythos. It It's just a movie. Um, you take out the Star Wars, it's a, it's a fine heist movie. Put in the Star Wars, it doesn't add anything to it. It doesn't get, add any extra oomph. Um, it is interesting how they uh, they made Chewie and Anhan meet. Apparently, Chewie owes him a life debt, but you don't really see how he saves his life. And if this is the way he saves his life, it's a cheap life debt. I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, but overall, uh, it starts off with the bloody dice. I don't like these dice. I don't give a fuck about the dice, but they have the dice in it. And so it starts with the dice, then a car, uh, uh, a, ch- a chase scene, which is interesting. I like that it starts off on a bang. It starts off with a uh, with a bang, uh, a race, an action, and then it mel- kind of gives you a little mellow. Then it pops up the energy again into a war scene, which is interesting. I like seeing that aspect of the empire, seeing a more war based empire. That would be something I'd be interested in seeing 
uh, more of less flashy like uh, Attack of the Clones, but more gritty in the dirt kind of uh, World War Two type fighting. Yeah, this this movie uh, just doesn't do anything huge. Rogue One, so far it, out of the two Star Wars stories, Rogue One is the better one. Um, it gives you more of an idea about the Star Wars universe and the Rebel Alliance. So that's I, I like that aspect of it, and I'm interested to see. Um, if the Obi-Wan Kenobi will do something like that or the Boba Fett, what the Boba Fett one is. What I'm hoping for the Boba Fett one is that it's going to be one that takes place after Return of the Jedi. So you see him escaping the Sarlacc pit, but I don't need to see him becoming the most famous bounty hunter in all the land. That's not something I want to see as a Star Wars fan. Going back to Han Solo, there are moments in this movie where you can see some genuine like comedic abilities that Donald Glover has, that Woody Harrelson has, but the guy who plays Han Solo just doesn't have it. And I think those were probably the uh, Miller, uh, I believe it's Lord, the Lords. Um, they directed the Lego movie. Movie. Phil Lord and Chris Christopher Miller. Those were the uh, directors originally for the solo movie. They got bumped off because, well, they weren't liked so much. But they were they're the original directors, and I really wanted to see, because you can see the comedic ability in some of it that was filmed. Um, and I was like, okay, that's that seems cool. Um, I'm interested in this. But overall, I feel that it it kind of fell flat. Um, for such a huge character that Han Solo has become that we see him portrayed in this light, I, I'm a little disappointed. But it, overall, it, you'll have fun. Uh, I would probably suggest wait till he comes on to Netflix and then you'll you'll save your time. It's only going to cost you nine bucks. But don't don't bother seeing this in theaters. It's the theater I went to was a Sunday night. Yeah, it was Sunday. There was maybe two dozen people in the theater. It, it wasn't worth it. Um, so yeah, you're, 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 I'm saving you time. Um, now I'm going to just spoil, do spoilers cause there's no one else here to talk to me about this. Uh, so this is probably going to be a very short episode. I apologize, but my co-host, he decided, decided to fight off wolves to save my life. He gave his life for me. So at least I could do is do a momentumly short episode. Um, so spoilers, uh, Amelia Clark turns on Han Solo. And Han Solo inadvertently um, pays for the rebellion. And Darth Maul is still alive. So there are your biggest spoilers in the movie. Um, so how it starts. Uh, Han Solo uh, is getting chased. He has a schoolheart crush, crush on Amelia Clark's character. Uh, they try and escape, but she gets caught. And then it fast forwards to Han Solo being a soldier in a war, and he wanted to be an Imperial pilot, but because he has a mind of his own, and his reckless abandon and scoundrel ways, got sent to the uh, front lines as just a simple trooper. He doesn't even have Stormtrooper. He is just a frigging, pretty much, cannon folder. Um, he ends up running into Woody Helson's character, and while they're in the midst of a job, he ends up trying to help them, but they send him into a pit. Then you meet Chewbacca, who's a beast. And he can speak Wookiee. Uh, that's never really explained, but 
apparently he grew up with some Wookiees. So that's why he has a basic understanding of the Wookiee language. They escape. They get onto the train. The train job goes nuts because of these cloud riders. And then they try. They go, you meet uh, Paul Bentley's character and find out that Amelia Clark's character is still alive. They have a moment. Then... Uh, Paul Bentley sends him and says, if you don't do this, I kill you, pretty much. Uh, evil Russian type character from the like 60s. They figure they're going to do the Kessel, go to Kessel, steal some unrefined hyperdrive thingy. That's when you meet Lando. He tries and wins the, um, the Millennium Falcon. Doesn't win it, but you figure out how he does it. Uh, how uh, Lando won. They go, they uh, they do the Kessel Run, and you find out how he got the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, and if you round down, it's 12 parsecs. Uh, then you see the double cross come from Woody Harrelson's character. There's a nice, kind of a nice fight. I have to say I was quite, uh, quite interested in the fighting. Then you have Amelia Clark, who decides to take on the mantle of... The Red Dawn, I believe it is, or the Crime Syndicate. Then you have the reveal that Darth Maul is alive. He's the one who's uh, controlling the uh, the criminal empire that's underneath. And Han Solo ends up giving the the stuff, uh, the refined hyperdrive stuff, to the the, the Cloud Riders, whoever they're called, and you get it. I, the girl literally says it's to start a rebellion. And I'm like, are you, you, you're fucking long in the tooth there, man. Long in the tooth. You're showing us that there's a sequel. Um, and also Han shoots first. He kills Woody Harrelson's character. So it's definite that Han shot first and not Woody Harrelson. Um, so we can leave that to rest. And I'm pretty sure Han always shoots first. So that tells us that Greedo did not shoot first. It was Han. Uh, and then he gets, he turns to Chewbacca and says, Hey, uh, no, they go to, um, they go see, uh, Lando and then he wins the Millennium Falcon and he says, Hey, let's go to Tatooine because there's a big gangster, uh, setting up a job. So that pretty much is the story. That's the, the high points of it. Um, not not much to say about this movie. There, it it flows really well. There's, it's just, it's it's not a huge movie to tell you the truth. I, I went to see it, and I I left satisfied. My belly was full, but it's like sushi, you know. Like in 15 minutes, you're hungry again. This movie just, it didn't hit all the necessary things. I had more of an emotional impact in Rogue One. Even though it felt like the third act was the most heartfelt in it, and the first two acts were kind of a little iffy about what they were doing, this movie just... I didn't feel connected to any of the characters, even though I knew who Han Solo was and Chewbacca for the longest time. I just didn't feel connected to the characters, these actors playing them. It's unfortunate, uh, but I believe the Miller and Lord... Uh, movie would have probably been better than the Ron Howard. Um, but then again, hey, I'm not Hollywood. Disney's milking these guys, uh, the Star Wars name for all they're worth. I'm kind of getting a little tired. Um, I'm hoping uh, there's not no other Star Wars movie coming, so we, we got to rest 
for a bit and then we got the animated shows and the live action shows that are, are coming interesting seeing how how they're doing sorry people uh so i'm interested to see how those will fit into the universe um and what's the next star wars movie we have episode nine i think being currently filmed or about to start filming or they're in pre-production i think it's going to come out next christmas and then you have that's then you have the another one either lando or boba fett after that and then i then you probably have the the what's his name his trilogy coming as well give me a second here sorry people my brain is all over here uh ryan johnson his trilogy happening uh for star the next star next couple star wars he has like three trilogy uh trilogy coming out so we're interested to see that um that's really it folks wish i could do more this movie didn't impress me i have it left me a little under underwhelmed to tell you the truth i didn't really go in with high expectations for this movie because um because of all the negativity that was surrounding it but yeah that's generally uh that's really it um i'm gonna give the shout out unfortunately it's a short episode and i feel sorry that i'm doing this to a great great podcast um another one part of the uh podcasting great mates group um it's fantastic fools it's um it's a podcast pretty much uh, about movie tv and it has a rotating guest roster of guests now this is called the fantastic fools it's actually really funny uh you got usually about two two to four guests on it they uh they've been going for they're gonna have the actually their one year coming up in a month so next in june sometime it's their one one uh one year anniversary and congrats to you guys it's uh it's always better. gets easier. They have a, a great following on Facebook and that. You should check them out. So um, actually, they I, I asked, I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, going to give you a shout out. Is there any specific episodes that you guys find best? And they actually gave me about four episodes. They're all around the same same part. Um, so you have episode 35. It's best actors turned directors. I have to say, I really did enjoy this. This is probably the first episode I want, uh, listened to them and it was really good. Um, then you have Thomas and the Magic Railroad. That's episode 39. Um, that's their latest episode. Uh, probably not because there's going to be a new one coming out by the time this one comes out. But it's hilarious. They watch uh, Thomas and the Magic Railroad. And because they're British, they have a different version than us here in North America. And their interpretation and their talking about it is hilarious. Um, I highly suggest you listen to that one first. You'll get the vein, uh, you get the feel for the uh, show really quickly. Then they did episode 37 and 38, which are the Avengers 3 and 4. So they have Avengers review. Then they have the Avengers 4 predictions. Um, very good episodes. Enjoyed them. But those, they, he, James, the host, is saying that is the best ones. Um, make sure you check it out. Obviously, all the links will be in the description. Uh, down below you can the links for our show the feel better show which is on itunes on google play um you can find us on facebook on instagram on twitter we're not very active on twitter but instagram and uh facebook we are very active um you can email if you have any questions to the feel better show at gmail uh, of course my co-host with the most who decided to leave me solo 
you can find him at DJ Overflow underscore MTL on his social medias and Al on Movies for his Twitter. Um, of course, his his mix drops uh, uh, for his mixtapes. Links will be in the uh, show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask, I'm calling to action. Please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave a review. It doesn't take much time. It takes 30 seconds. Just put how amazing us we are, how much you love me, how much you wish Al was more on the show and talked more. Whatever you feel like putting in, just put in some positivity out there. Because uh, when you subscribe and you put that five-star and you leave us a rating and a review, it pumps us up on iTunes and helps us really get out there more. Um, if you have any ideas of what we should review next, what we should talk about, should we do another top 10? Should we do uh, another top 20? What What is it that you guys want to hear from us? And I forgot, for the Dinosaur Nerd cast crew, je vais faire cette partie en français pour vous. Je veux te remercier d'écouter cet magnifique épisode juste à moi de le film Solo, une histoire de Star Wars. Je te remercie encore une autre fois de toujours être avec nous ici chaque semaine, chaque jeudi. Et encore une autre fois, Monsieur Dinosaur Man Nerdcast, je te remercie pour le shout-out. C'était génial, c'était magnifique. Et euh, bonne soirée à tout le monde. Encore une autre fois, je te remercie. Have a nice day.